coming up on TMS, both too early and too cold for a fish sandwich. You've got dementia. The most important thing was the meth we took along the way. New stock is in at Charvana. Hoarding avocados. Farticles in space. We're all dying since yesterday. Elwood would do anything for ten bucks. Vintage people be talking. Rambling rampant. Jerry Stringer. Check out my prepper wife, dude. (laughs) Wrapped in hot plastic. Making toaster ovens great again with Bill. TMS hats don't fit Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Just spray GLH on and it instantly covers your bald spot, leaving you with great looking hair and ladies with thinning hair or bald spots glh solves the problem instantly glh is not a paint or a cover-up it's an amazing powder that clings to the tiniest hairs on your head it actually builds on itself leaving you with great great looking hair got a minute then you've got time for a hot steak sandwich the morning stream Morning stream. Bread goes in, toast comes out. You can't explain that. Hey everybody, welcome back to the morning stream. Today is Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. That's right, 22222. Oh my god! <laughs> or is the British more correctly do it 22222, which is way better. Yes. Way, way better. Uh, that's all we're going to say about it. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I don't think that is. I think it will come up again. You think it will? All right, we're going to test your. Yes. We're going to test your my resolve and see whether or not I bring this up again later. Maybe I won't. Okay. Maybe I won't. Maybe a guest yeah. will come in. Like Bobby will do it because now he's thinking about it. Right. So he'll say right. oh, it, might be, it might be too. You know, science related to twos or our final cover of the day might include a two in the title because of that. Who oh, knows? oh, who knows? We'll have to see. All right, we'll nice. Have to see. Nice hint. I like your hint. Yeah, thank uh, you. You're you're welcome. Hey, we're back. We're uh, it's me and it's Brian. We got a we got a show to do. I hope you're having yeah. a good Tuesday morning. Uh, so far, we are. I think. I don't know. How's your Tuesday mornings? Okay, a little cold. Uh, so far, so good. It is freezing cold. It is currently zero degrees, or as my watch says, negative zero degrees. So it's on the it's on the lower side of zero. Well, uh, speaking of those Europeans, what is that in space points in the Celsius there? Than, oh, I have no idea. Uh, so there's uh, a zero, absolute zero for them is... Negative 20? No, negative ne- 20 is where Celsius and Fahrenheit meet. Um, so so they'd be in the 30, negative yeah, 30. Yeah, I can't remember. No, negative 40 says... Uh, negative 40 is... Where, oh, right, negative 40 is where they meet. That's right. Right, yes. absolute zero is absolute zero, whereas for us it's 30, right? Right. I think. Right. Anyway. Well, uh, yeah, so that means something, folks. Yesterday we were talking about Brian going to all these fast food places and saying it's too early to get a fish sandwich. (laughs) We're going to wait for a warmer day, okay? Yeah, I had my map. I kind of had things planned out. Uh, I was going to bypass Taco Bell and just do Burger King, Wendy's, and McDonald's. A, because I think time-wise that would fit in the the full half hour, but also B, because uh, I I go to that Taco Bell and they know that's not my voice when I pull up to the... (laughs) Oh, are you like a regular enough to they would know your voice and stuff? Yeah, they have they they have had the same people. There's an older lady there that um, has worked there for the last three years and only wow. does drive through. Wow. And uh, she's like, "Oh, Diablo sauce." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah." Like, because I always get Diablo sauce. Um, so yeah, she'd know, but you know, they don't know when I'm on the speaker. I, love uh, I will say this yeah. morning I did yeah. I did work on that voice so that it wasn't just going to be 
is it too early to get a fish sandwich? <laughs> and if they say, yeah, sorry, we, uh, no fish sandwiches until uh, 10.30 or 11 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, uh, let me get some hash browns. <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, figure out the, uh, the follow-up. You You're know? going the full Monty. I love it. All right. It is. It it devolves. The more I uh, the more I do the voice, the more it devolves into uh, uh, George W. Bush is done by Will Ferrell, mm. but a, like a cranky, high pitched one. Maybe a Dana Carvey, Ross Perot kind of thing. Nice. Well, I'm I'm yeah. very much looking forward to it, but we're gonna have to wait for a warmer day in Colorado. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it'll be after after uh, I get back from from California. California. Soon. When is that? I got a plan. Next week. You probably oh, should shit. start planning now, Scott. Uh, I probably should. Seeing as one week from today, <laughs> you will you will have a different person hosting the show with you. That's right. And you're going to be gone till what is it? Four days. So Four I days. will be back for TMS PM. So no, I won't. So um, you're gone for the whole, basically the week of TMS. The week of TMS. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll be here for Monday. Right. We'll do Monday. Oh, yeah, we'll do Monday. That's right. Then Tuesday we'll through Monday. Thursday, you're done here Tuesday, on Friday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'll be gone. And then um, Saturday, I'll be back for uh, Film Sack. Nice. All right. So there you have it. I will have some guest hosts lined up. I already have some ideas about who they'll be. I imagine Kim will be one of those. Probably be one of we'll them. Just do a skim S. She's, she's a favorite. So we'll have her back, I think. Yeah. And then we'll do, um, I don't know. I'll, I'll think about the others. I have ideas. Yeah. And maybe not the usual thing. It might be, might be uh, someone. Uh, I, mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll all be waiting anxiously for Brian to get back. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you know. You. Thank the, you. Very the Kim much. episodes will be good, but those other ones will be terrible, and you'll be like, "Man, can't wait for Brian to be back." Because that was so bad. They'll Boy, say, "Boy, yeah, oh, geez, this is uh, whose idea was this co-host?" Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, I'd say, yes, it'd be fun to get jury, but that dude don't have time for a tiny segment once a week. Are you kidding? No, I don't okay. think it's going to happen. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's do a thing I've been dying to do. Um, actually, it's not true. I just thought of it yesterday, but I got a game I'm going to play. Dying since yesterday. Okay. Yeah, dying since yesterday. I guess technically we've all been dying since yesterday because we're all going to die one day. And oh, yesterday geez, was, yeah. we were one day younger yesterday, and it's how it is. So yeah, uh, It got dark. It did get dark very quick. Here's what I'm going to do, Brian. I'm going to test you. You're always testing us. You're always quizzing us. Sure. I'm going to quiz sure. you today. All right, quiz me. Here's what I want to do. Now, this is less about information. It's more about sensory, uh, sensory. what's the word I'm looking for? Things you heard. We'll, we'll talk okay. about your hearing in the okay. years, uh, in the in the decades of 1980s and the 1990s. Okay, uh, so these are what? Just like sounds of things from those decades? Sounds of things, like yes. Music or voices or anything like that. But like, here is the sound of an HP letter writer or something like that sure and they'll be common there'll be things that are big and you'll know them okay. but you may not remember names and things so that'll be the fun of it right okay all right yeah let's um, i'm excited about this all right let's do so it so let's do this game uh this first one might be too easy but let's just throw it at you anyway and see how you do chat room shut up in there don't tell brian or brian don't look at the chat i guess yeah, i'm not looking at the chat I'm, yeah because that's can't. the chat room i'm gonna keep my eyes focused there i, I can't tell them not to be they'll never yeah, shut up yeah they they exactly they gotta prove how smart they are <laughs> yeah they're very smart all right here here you go number one this is your first yeah. one let's see how you do okay what's that <laughs> that is uh well give me that one more time i know that very late 90s uh, is that uh okay yeah this is uh <laughs> 
<laughs> Jeez, Louise. I'm already off to a crappy start. This is uh, it's a video game thing, right? I'm, I, is it? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. All right. It is. Uh, I know it's not the stupid little uh, fairy that flies around uh, Link in one of the Zelda games. That's <laughs> hey. Is that uh, is that a sound? It's almost like a Pokemon. Uh oh. Uh, crap. All the chat rooms know it. I'm sure they do. Yeah. yeah. All the uh, chat rooms, all the people in the chat is what I meant to say. All right. I'm going to, let's just so we can move on. I'm going to say it's a, it's a, it's a Pokemon. I know it's not. It's a Tamagotchi. It's a Tamagotchi. Is it a Tamagotchi? Noise. Nope. It is the ICQ <laughs> notification sound. ICQ. Oh, yeah. okay. Remember I don't that? feel bad. Never used it. <laughs> you never used ICQ? I never used ICQ. Oh, man. Yeah. That thing was on ICQ, all the effing time. Really, yeah. Yeah, ICQ yeah. Messenger. That thing was the bomb. It was the OG, man. Nobody had Messenger until yeah. that thing. It was great. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, good. I don't feel so bad. Don't feel too bad. All right, now we're back in the 80s. Uh, okay. how's, how's this one? Oh, that's... that's. All right, so that was the red, and then the yellow two times, and then the blue, and then the green. Yeah, that's Simon. Come on now. Nice, Nicely done. That was the Simon game. Well done. Easy one. Easy one. Softball. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's- I love that thing. Oh my God. There was a, I had one of those, like got it as a Christmas present when I was visiting my, or birthday present when I was visiting my grandparents in uh, uh, California, in in uh, Los Angeles, Mulberry, no, not Mulberry. Mulberry um, Hill. Mulholland Drive, near Mul- Mulholland Drive. Oh. And uh, they got one of those for me. And I think I spent so much time on it one day that my grandmother yelled at me for not doing anything else with my day. Oh my gosh. She yelled yeah. at you. Oh, mm-hmm. young Brian getting the yeah. She kind of she kind of yelled at me a lot. That's kind of a family like we all know that she she was a yeller. She yelled at everybody. Yeah. She, she, they, yeah. they called her old yeller by the end. Is that how that went? Old no. yeller. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right, here's one for you. I think early '80s. Okay. All right. Here you go. That is a Pitfall oh, Harry well going done. across on a vine across a uh, pit full of alligators that are well done. <laughs> Very good. You were quick yes. on that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now we'll move back up in in the timeline, and uh, this okay. should be this should be easy. Oh, that is that is a messenger uh, application. Which one is that? Is that is that AOL? Let's say AOL. You are correct. AOL Messenger. Okay. Well right. done. Okay. Nicely done. I was worried about that one, or I thought maybe you wouldn't get that right. Yeah. You've uh, got mail. Here's a <laughs> here's another '90s uh, piece of business. Yeah, I'm about to play some Battle Arena to Shinden after that thing goes off. Yeah, that is the, uh, the startup noise of the PS One. Nicely done, PlayStation One startup noise. All yeah. right, you're doing great so far. Yeah. Uh, all right, this is gonna be maybe name. You'll know what it is, but it'll be tricky remembering all the details. So okay. I'll just play all it. Right. Here you go. Do a barrel roll. Oh, that is uh, that's the video game. Um, Here's the thing. I always connect that incorrectly. I always connect that with uh, Star Fox, um, because but there was no talking in that game. It was like Slippy Toad and and all that. Mm. So it's a different video game. But I always connect that with doing a barrel roll in Star Fox. Um, the actual game is what is it? Pilot Wing sixty four or something? Oh crap. Oh, I'm never gonna. Rem- I'm never gonna remember which, which game that actually really truly came from. All right. Well, here's your answer. The answer is Star Fox. It was. It is Star okay. Fox 64 that did have voice stuff in it. It did. All right. God, there was so much. There was so much Star Fox 
uh, Mandela effect with me that yeah. I could have sworn, like the, the so SNES was the first uh, Star Fox. Yeah, and the SNES Star game Fox. did have just jibber jabs. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. Nobody was actually okay. saying any words in that thing. However, right. the '64 did feature these voice samples, and I always misappropriate it to Slippy the Toad saying it. Yeah, Slippy Toad. No, because Slippy Toad had a. He had his own thing, voice. but yeah, Pepe, was it was the, this uh, is Peppy or whatever his name is, right? Right, right. So I wish it was Slippy, but it ain't Slippy. I always get it wrong. All right, here, Brian. This is a tough one. Early eighties. Okay. You and I are, right. you know, young kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, entering our our twelve. Maybe we're twelve here. I don't know. Eleven. <laughs> okay. So here you go. <laughs> that okay. That is either. Is that the basketball or the football? Um, that is the little handheld Mattel electronic. I'm going to say it's the football one. You are correct. Nicely right, done. Good. Okay. Thank you. That little thing. I used to think it was Coleco yeah. as well, chat room. I always have that wrong. It's uh, it's Mattel. It is Mattel, yeah. Fun side note, though. The Mattel football game was programmed by the same dude who programmed NHL 94, which we talked about on Play Retro yesterday. So, Oh, interesting. Kind of cool. cool. Yeah, that was his claim to fame. Uh, all right, here's one, 90s, and I think you'll probably get it because we all okay. had to, we all were forced to hear this all the time. Here you go. <laughs> that is the uh, Nokia ringtone. You are 100% correct. All those little freaking chocolate bar handhelds yeah, had that phones, damn sound. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, good job. Here's one. Oh, this is maybe too easy, but whatever. Uh, th- think 90s, I guess. Maybe okay. 80s All even. Right. Here you go. Only that oh, part. Oh, that is the opening title card music for DreamWorks? I'm going to say DreamWorks. Let's, SKG. Let's check. Uh, Disney. Which one? Disney. Disney. Oh, okay. That's just the... Oh, it's about to go into the... <laughs> <laughs> Dice Tomato's yeah. very upset that you got that wrong. <laughs> yeah, fine. That's fine, Dice Tomato. All right. <laughs> oh, I got a I got a WTF for that one. Yeah, Jeez. that was a All big right. one. What the fuck? All right. Listen, I remember that it was a movie title card. That is something. Come on now. I agree, and I cut it short to be hard, so it's yeah, part, partly you cut off the when you wish upon a star. Yeah, I yep, made it exactly. tricky. All right, here's one that you'll this this one's easy. Okay. At is the PlayStation 2 startup sound. You would be incorrect. Oh, is it three? Is it three? Nope. It's the Windows 95 startup oh. sound. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yes. Was that the one that was uh, designed by Brian Eno? Oh, like, maybe. By- I don't know. Yeah. See, that's info I didn't have. I didn't know that. That's kind of uh, cool. Windows 95. Yes. Yep. <laughs> It's very, it's very early PlayStation. I know. I know. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I should have, I should have gotten that one. Absolutely. Not so Oops. bad. All right. Here's uh oh yeah, this, <laughs> I hate this. I hate what I'm about <laughs> to play. Tomato. Dice Tomato is so angry. I've made Dice Tomato so angry. I know. Let's, let's trigger him further with this one. Yeah. All right? Okay. Here you go. Uh, <laughs> that is the opening noise or it's the noise that, uh, Tim Toolman Taylor made on friggin' home improvement. You are correct. Nicely done. I yeah. hate that sound. Don't you hate yeah, that I sound? Yeah, I do, too. I absolutely uh, hate it. Uh, I hate it so much. <laughs> All right. Home improvement. Uh, next up. Hopefully hopefully uh, in the Buzz Lightyear movie that we're getting, uh, which is just called Lightyear, right? Is that right? I believe it's, it's just, called, just Lightyear. called Lightyear. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. I'd like to hear uh, that character do that noise since he won't be voiced by... Um, 
uh, Tim. Yeah, it's Steve. It's All Steve Rogers. I think it's Tim right? Taylor, but it's not Tim. The character's Tim Taylor. Tim. Tim Allen. Alan, thank you. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. And wow. then you got now, yeah. so so since this is being this is uh what's his name uh, uh Captain America now he's the voice what's his name um, right uh, Chris, Chris Evans Evans uh, yeah. I don't know you'd have to ask him if he'll be willing to do that for you I don't know oh Robert Fripp did Windows ninety five okay which one did Brian Eno do Brian Eno did um he did he did, he did one of the startup things yeah. uh, Windows XP maybe. Maybe, yeah. Could I don't be. remember the XP startup, but that would no, have been too. Brain, you know, Windows ninety five startup sound. I did get that, and thank you very much. Oh, who told you? Maybe wrong you know, Fripp, Fripp and Eno worked together. They were both little prog rockers, but um, maybe, maybe Fripp performed it and Eno composed it. But I don't know. Just love the name Fripp. Yeah, Robert Fripp. That's a great name. Prog, prog rocker Robert Fripp. Amazing. All right, here's your uh, here's a tricky one. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. Oh, okay. That is. Um, I'll do it one more time. Is that it's a uh, Galaga is what's coming to mind? Um, is that the noise it makes when it captures your uh, your fighter and you're getting the double the two fighter? That, uh, it's not, is it? Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. The correct yeah. answer is that is indeed a Pokemon. In particular, it's That's a Charizard. Po- it's a Charizard. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I never played any. <clears throat> my first Pokemon game was Pokemon Go. <laughs> Good point. Oh, no, it, that's not true. I did play. So Tristan was big into it, so I did play one of his discarded uh, Game Boy Color Pokemon games. And, and like, that's where this was from, was a Game Boy Color game. So this is yeah. the one. Yeah, okay. So I probably should have recognized nah, that. Nah, dude, that's so long ago. Who's going to remember that? Yeah. All right, here's one that's obvious. Welcome. You've got mail. Yeah, that's the dude that's from the AOL. Uh, AOL. Yeah, I, had, he, he, I, I know I've played it before, but uh, he did a Coverville intro for me. Yeah, it's For 10 great. bucks, you yeah. could get him to do, you could get him to say anything. It was like pre-cameo, AOL cameo. Is yeah. Is he still, yeah. is he still around, that guy? I don't think so. He sound he back then, back in the AOL days, he sounded like he was seventy. <laughs> You've got mail, guy. Let's just see where he's at. Because if I wonder, you know, probably. Oh, okay. Let's see today. Yeah. Oh, he is old. Oh no, he's. I think he's still alive. El- Elwood Edwards. That name, like, how could there be somebody still alive with the name Elwood Edwards? No kidding. I think he's still yeah, around. 72. 72. All right. All right. Well done, Elwood. I wonder if for 10 bucks you'll still do it. I don't know. That seems like, <laughs> it seems cheap now, right? Doesn't that seem cheap? It does seem cheap, yeah. Even, even though totally that's his whole... Like 10 bucks? Are you kidding me? I, I would have blown 100 and had him say a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, crazy. You've got dementia. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> I don't want to hear him say that. <laughs> Oh, to make me sad. All right, final two here. All right. Okay. All right. Easy one, I think. Hey. All right. That is that friggin' Mar- uh, Link Fairy dude. You yeah. are correct. I forget yeah. the name of him though. It's uh yeah. oh Navi, uh, Navi or Navi. Yeah, Navi. That's right, Navi. Yeah, yeah. Navi, Navi, whatever it is. Um, so, there, there was a video game character called Speck, or is it was it just Pee Wee's dog? Oh. <laughs> I know Pee Wee Herman's dog, the the little <laughs> dog was called Speck, but I think there was some other is game there a, character, is there little a game? assistant character named Speck. Video game, character. like it was it was a little piece of dust to talk to or something. I love that idea, uh, Speck. Full Metal Panic. Uh, I don't think I ever played that. <clears throat> Let's see. 
Yeah, according to this, there's one character named Spec from a game called Full Metal Panic. Mm. Yeah. Uh, All right. And I don't know anything about it. But that's a great name for anything. Spec is a it good is. name. Yeah. Spec. Final question. I haven't been Spec? keeping score, so I don't know how you've done, but you've done pretty well, actually. It's yeah. yeah. Overall, I feel, you've done I feel uh, the, the Windows 95 thing black mark on the day my day is now ruined because of that windows 95 thing but maybe this will redeem me oh small correction full metal full metal panic is an anime but there is a game based on it and i'm reading from that wiki that's why oh, I okay. all right uh <clears throat> here you go game boy oh shit i just gave it away <laughs> i just gave it away you're supposed to, you're supposed to play the sounds yeah God. you yeah. see the way this game works yeah. is you play this and sound. our winner is I'm, I'm pulling a todd cochran here with the answers all right well, let me <laughs> i'll play it and then you can tell me if i was right that's how, oh, it's a Game yeah, Boy sound. Is, Weird. That is the sound of turning on a Game Boy. All right, well, you get a freebie on that one. Uh, so, yeah, well done. Uh, I had a lot of fun tracking these down because I was just doing stuff from yeah. like, memory. Oh, you like, did this yourself. That's oh, cool. Yeah, totally did it myself. I was like, wow, you know what? Nice. what? What are some things I remember hearing when I was a kid that I thought, or when I was younger, where I thought they were you know, interesting, or I was in my oh, 20s, yeah. like that Nokia sound. And I was like, well, what are the ringtones? So I went like through, I don't know, seven or eight main brand, yeah. like Motorola, the... Uh, yeah. What, what was the name of their cool phone that flipped? Uh, Motorola the Track, Ed, track not, Four or the um, No, that they had they had pink ones. Oh yeah, you know Zephyr's right. Like that that sound, I'd never even thought about it. But the sound of turning a Game Boy on was exactly the Mario's getting a coin sound. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I could have fooled you if I hadn't blown the first Could've. thing. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I might have. I might have said Mario getting a coin. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, the razor, the Motorola razor. Razor. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. So I went through a whole bunch of those, and I was like, well, none of these. I mean, I didn't have a razor, and like some people did, but it was super exclusive. But everyone had a Nokia, so I, that's why I used that. And I thought about doing more video gamey stuff, but then I thought, well, that's too easy. How about more like weird things, like the ICQ sound? Man, I got you with that one. I stumped you hard. It, Totally, yeah. But no, you never had it. Did you do the trillion thing never. later where you had all those things grouped trillion. into one? Do you remember no, that? Uh-uh. Oh, trillion no. was great. Never never tried that one. Um, yeah, I was thinking, all right, maybe he's going to give me some sort of after dark noise or uh, a Merlin, the sound of a Merlin being played. That's true. You were you were old school Mac back then, too, so you had all those Mac things. I did. I, I did. almost did the Flying Toasters thing. I almost did do that. Because that just was like a flap, flap, yeah. flap, flap, flap. That's yeah. all that is. It would have worked, though. Uh, you did you have it. a Wildfire Pinball? Uh no. Oh. That was the best. I don't know I don't know how that game could be as good as it was, but it was like a little handheld pinball game. Oh, I take it back. And I did have this. Yeah. I, uh 79 80 something like that. Look at that. Yeah. Oh. And and it shouldn't be it should never have been as good as it was considering how few LED spots there were on this thing. Yeah, cuz it worked like the football game sort of, right? Right. Like- exactly. But there, you know, the um yeah, look at that thing. Oh man. And you had you had four flippers, you had the two on the bottom and then you had two up top and yeah. um but the location I'd love to see if there's like a, a thing that shows where all the dot locations are because it's just it was horrible. Yeah. Those things are those things were a weird relic, man. Like the yeah. fact that we were cool with this, just a bunch of yeah. dots. I yeah. mean, I don't know, whatever. But it's it, innovative for but its the time, physics, but. but the physics worked. Like it was uh, you know, it yeah. was a uh, very felt as accurate as anything was at that time as far as the ball movement and, yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And also I remember yeah. capturing the sound from that Mattel football game. I realized that yeah. that football game was not really football. 
Like, right. it was just yeah, avoid it's, it's, the dots. Uh, it's, that's it. Right. It's it's almost like, because um, basically you're just navigating. It's almost Frogger because you're navigating around obstacles yeah. going forward. Yeah. yeah. What was the, I, I guess I, it's fine to call it football, but now that I look back, I'm like, why did we, why'd you even call yeah. that football? Because I guess people like football. Yeah, right. My friend my friend Kevin had the football one. I had the basketball one. I had NBA or whatever it was. The uh same deal though, right? Basketball. Little dots and same all that. Same deal. Yeah. But but football had the whistle. The sound you played was the whistle blowing. Yeah. Gotta have that whistle. Well anyway. Nice nice uh, stroll we just took down memory lane. I enjoyed it. Oh look at that. Captain Kipper, do me a favor for some kind of like Brian uh, little dopamine ASMR hit. Uh play that Captain Kipper uh the wildfire pinball uh, YouTube. Okay, here it comes. See if that's got some audio. Uh, you can find the manual on uh, handheldmuseum.com and also on Gary Kitchen's site. And both of those sites, I believe, have uh, Mr. Yaki Tack talking over I it. I know. Uh, too exactly. early. I'm trying point. to get just sound from it. Maybe there's a way to get. Probably uh, about halfway. Let's see. Let me try it. Yeah, let me see if I can skip ahead. Now, this is him talking the whole time. Oh, really? Oh, how about this one? Here's one. Okay. I think this guy's just playing it. Uh, and it's taking forever. YouTube, what are you doing? I've noticed for the last three days, YouTube's having some weird early load stuff. Have you noticed this? Mm. It's not my internet. It's like some some funky kind of, let's take forever kind of problem. Uh, it's just spinning. All right, we'll let it come oh, when well. it comes. All right, never mind. Anyway, I look, I'm here to give you sounds that give you ASMR from your childhood. <laughs> Thank you, yes. You know, that's the and goal. Oh, another. here we go. Oh, was he Vintage talking? electronic game. I'm gonna skip ahead. Here, you gonna play him, bud? Probably. Okay, here seems we go. to work. Uh huh. Adjust the speed. Uh huh. Um, there you go. Hold one flipper and turn the other one. Okay. Um, Boy, vintage yeah. people can't not stop talking. That's their deal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just yapping. What yeah. are you gonna do? Because they think, uh, oh, I've tuned into this YouTube. They, people are tuning in to hear me talk about yeah. this video. Game. Yeah, the yeah. answer is no. That's never. I mean, yes, you, some people's content is all about the person behind the mic, but sometimes I just want to see shit. You know? Yeah. Just yeah. show me things, exactly. YouTube. All right. Uh, well, well all done. Right. Uh, that was fun. Now we turn to the important news of the day. Today's news brought to you by. Wow, bam! Upload? What if you live-streamed your best friend's secret identity to the whole world? That's the story explored in Super Best Friend, issues one and two, now live on kick, uh, Kickstarter at superbestfriendcomic.com. Marvel, as Matty Moore, a live-streamer sidekick, ventures into the fantastic world of superheroes to repair his friendship and discover his true destiny. This 44-page comic book is written by Ringo-nominated writer Jason Inman. Oh, we love Jason. Mm-hmm. And features a cover by Death of Superman artist and comics legend Dan Jurgens. Oh, also very cool. Scoop up the first issue at superbestfriendcomic.com. Yeah, that's really awesome. And uh, I'm excited. Every, anytime Jason launches a new Kickstarter, does anything with Ashley, yeah. I get really excited. His, the Jupiter work. Jet stuff was great. Oh, yeah. man. So They're good. such good people. Yep. So They're go check people. it out. They are good people. They're good people with a good product. They've got multiple uh, comics based kickstarters under their belt and they've killed it on every one of them so if you want to go see what's up next uh go check it out superbestfriendcomic.com and we'll talk about them more tomorrow uh check this out bakersfield man is bakersfield the meth place 
right in California. That's the I think Fres. I thought Fresno was the meth place. Was no? it maybe Bakersfield? Maybe ba- I know because um, yeah. Shojo used to live there. She'd be able to tell us. Oh yeah, <laughs> she in chat today. She might be able to tell us if she is in chat. I don't know. She's usually I here. I saw her earlier. Is she? Uh... I hope everything's all right. She sh- she yeah. was here yesterday. So I see yeah. she's Oh, there she is. Bakersfield is in North Cal, far north. Okay, so that the reason I always think Bakersfield is if you play Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. They have a town that's named kind of like Bakersfield, where where J, uh, Trevor comes from, and he's the meth head psycho. And they treat that whole area like it's like it's a meth joint, and I think that's supposed to be like based on the real thing. Mm, okay. So a lot of meth up in that part of California. Anyway, yeah. sorry right. California, we're not trying to throw you under the bus here, but you you know you got your meth problems. Sorry California, yeah, sorry California. Oh, I love that song. Uh, Bakersfield man claimed to be infected by mayonnaise. Sure, <laughs> could spend life in a mental hospital for wife's murder. Oh geez, I mean I hope you oh, do. Wow. And the mayonnaise infected will... by mayonnaise, wife's murder. Okay, uh-huh. All right. yeah. Let's see how okay. we get there. Probably meth helped them along the way. Yeah. Uh, when questioned in the death of his wife, Nathaniel Robertson claimed he had been infected by mayo through the uh, machinations of a powerful cabal. Well, right. they, somebody somebody needs to play a little more Wordle, uh, KGT News. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Get in there and make that happen. Preliminary hearing begins uh, right away because it uh, needs to. In a rampant statement, Robertson also told detectives uh, a rambling. Did I say rampant? Rambling. And rampant. Did I say the rampant? running rampant. I just realized that's the wrong effing word. Uh, Robertson told detectives he showed oh, his his God. what what happened what what happened. No, the next the this whole the, the end of this sentence is uh, oh it's gnarly. Showed his wife compassion it. and mercy when he crushed her head with a concrete block. Jeez Louise, he indicated he'd been using crystal methamphetamine according to reports. No. Uh, I didn't want it to be a painful thing. He told investigators in 2019 when he described the killing. Uh, I didn't want her. I didn't want to hit her a bunch of times. I just wanted to end it. I wanted to end her suffering, he says. God. Uh, he closed. Oh, that's a no rage. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's different. a related story. Yeah. On uh, Thursday, Robertson, 49, age 49, found uh, not guilty by reason of insanity for second degree murder and could spend the rest of his life in a state mental hospital. Three doctors determined Robertson was legally insane at the time of the killing, and the court also found that to be true. Uh, Robertson will be treated and not released until uh, doctors and the court determine that he is no longer a danger to the public. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, uh, see, and not without further hearings to determine if release is ever appropriate. Ugh. Sentencing's on March 30th. Anyway, yeah, so he did that, and he claims the yeah. reason all this happened is because Mayo, he got infected by Mayo. Because he, why was he one to uh, end his wife's suffering if he's the one with the infected mayo? That's what uh, I say. Ingestion. Yeah, you need yeah. to go get. I mean, you know, I, let's yeah. let's try and figure out why this crazy person uh, did what he did. I, you know, I miss the days when people used just to drop an ATM machine on their significant other. Yeah, that was a, uh, the, while Jesse Pinkman watched in horror. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, I uh, I if you were okay, let me just say if you're overloaded with mayo, totally unrelated to this story, let's just say you ate sure, a ton of mayo, okay. you've been spooning it right out of the Hellman's yeah. bottle, right? Or the yeah. thing. Uh-huh. And you've had so much of it that you've, you've know you've overdone it. How would you counter it? Not, I don't mean go to the hospital or go yak it up, but it was there, oh, would you okay. eat mustard or something to counter like, it? Would you a mayonnaise antidote? Yeah. What would that be? Quick, give me the best foods. <laughs> Another brand. Maybe, maybe, yeah. um, well, whatever you go barf it up. That's what you do. 
I uh, yeah, that's what I would do is just uh, uh, yeah, barf it up. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. It's a miracle whip. Miracle whip. Moose twenty two seventy one says, Brian, is that a Sergeant Pepper's picture next to you? Oh, oh, come on now. No, this is this is not a like new recreation of the old Sergeant Pepper's album. This is the original Sergeant Pepper's vinyl. Look at that thing. Complete with yeah. the cutout card where you could cut out your own Sgt. Pepper mustache. Nice. And your own Sgt. Pepper like buttons and stuff like that. This is uh weird. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. Is there a little yellow submarine I can take out and make a little paper or submarine out of it or anything? Uh, Maybe with the yellow submarine album there is. But yeah, and then you get the picture of the dudes here in the middle of it. Yeah. I always, always, to me, I mix those two works up. I always think yellow submarine is just part of that. Why do I do that? Well, Yellow Submarine, so the soundtrack or the the song actually first appeared on another album. And I can't remember if it was um, Rubber Soul or Revolver Mm. uh, had... And then they did the soundtrack, and it was the lead track, and and um, oh, okay. Hey Bulldog, and all that stuff was on there as well. Okay, so so that I, I noticed there was like a, even a ring, like an imprint ring from where the record sits. Yes, yeah, exactly around the back. Yeah, yeah around the back. It's stuff that it's like uh, it's the stuff that they make. Um, you know, new albums look like they're vintage by adding that white ring for the vinyl. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> it's like that. creating the wear and tear on your jeans artificially. I think that's great. I love it. Yeah. It shows uh, use. I like use. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Here's another fun one for you. Drunk brawl breaks out between two naked sisters at Disney World. All right. <laughs> well, here's your here's your two story. Your your two naked sisters story. Yep. Here's your two naked sisters. 22. This is what you get on your 22222. Yeah. We got uh, Jerry String- Stringer. St- Springer. <laughs> Jerry Springer style brawl. It's hard to say Jerry Springer style. What have we learned today? Uh, Broke out at Disney World between a pair of drunken naked sisters, culminating in the duo tussling in the bushes after one slipped on the other's vomit. Perfect. Wow. This. uh, Yep. This story gets more and more. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Uh, Let's see here. The newly revealed late October incident uh, reads like the plot of an entire Jersey Shore episode. According to Disney blog WDWNT, uh, and its latest series of headlining, uh, headline grabbing dust ups at the Orlando, Florida theme park. Uh, let's see, uh, forget that. The ill fated evening started out with the sisters who were tourists from New Jersey, also, they're from Jersey, uh, grabbing dinner at Disney Springs at a steakhouse and then hitting an yeah. Irish pub for drinks. That's your problem oh, yeah, right there. Do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, according to details recently revealed, when the sisters aged 29 and 31 were ready to go back to their motel or the hotel off the resort property, their phone died and Disney security uh, helped them call an Uber. So far, so good. The Uber driver refused to take them, saying they were too drunk. So the security guard called the taxi because those guys will take anybody. Uh, while they were waiting, the pair began arguing. The older sister called the younger sister a bad mum. Which sounds oh, British. No. Yeah. And then slapped her. In return, the younger sister allegedly threatened to punch her. Eventually, their clothes got all ripped off and they were naked. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like a... Are we sure this wasn't a TikTok challenge? Feels like, like is one. This, uh... Feels like one, doesn't it? It's pretty bad. Yeah. I guess you gotta like, oh, be... I'm ripping your clothes off. No, I'm ripping your clothes off. How, oh. how drunk do you need to be for this to go this, this bad? Oh, pretty... very... Uh, like uh, blood alcohol level that's more alcohol than blood. Is yeah. Basically. Yeah, we've detected some yeah. blood in your alcohol stream is what you would say. 
Yeah, exactly. It'd be the opposite. I uh, the, uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. We found out. So Disneyland and Disney World both said uh, after two years, uh, starting last week. Well, maybe if he isn't starting this week, no uh, masks are no longer required in indoor areas, which is, um, you know, basically we were all planning, oh, we are taking masks and we're wearing masks. It's going to be a bunch of people from other countries are totally wearing masks there. Uh, Colorado also like lifted mask mandates at a lot of places. And when they were talking about it, too, and I like, oh, yeah, no, we're, we're totally going to still wear our masks for a while. Mm-hmm. Some Something strange. That first day we went to, like, uh, Ace Hardware and nobody was wearing masks. Boy, it, we could not have taken our masks off quickly enough. We're like, okay, yeah, I think we're all right with this now. Yeah, it's uh, – there are enough – I mean, they – so with COVID rates dropping again, which is good. Yeah. Um, like, they did this last year, too, before they upticked again, so I hope we won't have an uptick this time. Colorado, but, um, like, 90% of the population right now in Colorado, 90% is immune to Omicron oh, right now. Meaning? Because of a combination of vaccines and then the additional percentage of people who've had the Omicron variant um, without getting vaccines. But they're only, they're, they're, they're immune for, what, three months? or what's the they Something like that, yeah. yeah. That's not bad. That's pretty good. So maybe yeah. in three months it gets bad again. I don't know. I don't, like, I don't know. I, yeah, they got, we'll there see. was some talk of some Delta Cron combo that was like Omicron right. and Delta mixed. Right. And then they found out it was like some goof up in the in the data where they were just crossing data from the two forms and there is no actual combo, which that's great news. Like as much as I don't like mistakes, that's a great mistake to make because now it's like, oh, okay, you were just you were mixing up data from two different strains. There is no yeah. third strain that's a combo of those two strains. <laughs> I don't want any of it coming back is all I'm saying. I mean, believe me, we're taking masks and, um, uh, you know, and some of those enclosed areas like that little tunnel in uh, that you go down for uh, Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. I'm still wearing a mask in there. I'm fine wearing a mask in there. Yeah. You're going to wear it. You're going to go in. Uh, what's the, in the outdoor areas? I'll still I'll still have it off. And it'll be nice to ride some rides, outdoor rides and not have a mask on. They should put masks on all the presidents in the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. That is the the uh, the like if when you, when you look at how much you spend for a ticket to Disneyland <laughs> and you go into that that hall of presidents which seems to last forever and you start calculating in your head while while roosevelt is talking you're calculating in your head how much you're spending to sit in there and look listen to animatronic uh uh lincoln do his talking it's like oh yeah so i think i can i think i can yeah. just watch this one on youtube yeah well the the main thing i got a friend uh as he writes for the new york or no i'm sorry the washington post he, he's a games mm-hmm. uh journalist mm-hmm. there yeah. Um, his name's Gene. People may some people in the chat may know Gene Park. Really cool guy. Anyway, Korean American guy. Cool guy. Anyway, um, he caught. So he was vaxxed and boosted, but he ended up catching mm-hmm. Omicron anyway. And his initial uh, like week long uh, COVID was fine. He, you know, it was mm-hmm. gnarly, but he was he was okay at the end of it. But now mm-hmm. he's one of these guys that is just like settled in with some hardcore long form something. Mm-hmm. Uh, long COVID, whatever they want to call it now. Right. But we right. still don't really understand very much. And no. he, it's to the point now where he has to in the shower and he's a young dude. He's like 40, maybe just turned 40. He's got, he has to have a little seat in there in the shower because if he lifts his arms above his head, wow. it's yeah. so exhausting. He almost passes out. He just pass out. Jeez. Oh, yeah. that sucks. It's really Man. bad. Like, I, and they, and his doctors are like, you know, we, just, we still don't know quite what we're, what, how to even do anything with it. We don't, they don't know what to do. 
So anyway, I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but nobody get long COVID is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Avoid yeah, that. Avoid that. I'm, I'd like to avoid it as well. So yeah, another, another uh, cyborg dude said, yeah, the stretching room at the haunted mansion, get a mask up for that too. Absolutely. Yeah. That's like a little, that is like standing room only packed in tight little room. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I could just, you know, put a balloon over my <laughs> plastic bag over my head for the two minutes. Yeah. COVID yeah. Co- short COVID we can deal with long COVID. You don't want, um, also, yeah. Is the how is the haunted mansion these days? Is that fun? It's oh, I still love it. It's it's uh, that and um, Pirates of the Caribbean are still my two favorite older rides at Disneyland. Okay, um, do you have a favorite like? Uh, well, what is your overall favorite ride? ride that isn't? Let's forget the California Adventure exists. Forget that. Exists okay, all right. Me. Well, then I'm taking Guardians of the Galaxy off the table because that is my favorite That's ride favorite. at the Disney Park. Right. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to top Rise of the Resistance, the new Star Wars thing. That is mm. the most epic experience. It's not even it's not even right. Like a ride is part of it, uh, but the the overall experience of that thing is just amazing. So Rise of the Resistance is uh, uh, probably my favorite thing there. Yeah, and Rainbow Bright's asking if they still have the Tower of Terror, but that's literally what no, they turned into the Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. Tower right? of Terror, what turned into Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Now in um, in Disney World, it's still Tower of Terror, mm. Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, and they are building another um, Mission Breakout uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride there, separate from the Tower of Terror. That's because so. they got the room; they can do it. They have the room; they can build it exactly. Yeah, yeah. They didn't use all that land the way Anaheim did. Anaheim's yeah. out; they're so. done. La- Anaheim's landlocked. You're stuck. <laughs> That's right. Nowhere to go but up. Yeah, where are you, what are you going to do? You can tear down the convention center and expand there. I mean, yeah, maybe you could, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, Rainbow Bright. I loved that was my favorite ride prior to this, right? The Tower of Terror. And then when they they rethemed it to Guardians of the Galaxy and added the 70s music and added a whole bunch of other stuff, it's like, "Oh, I don't know how you did it, but you made this ride better. It is my favorite thing to do at Disney." Like Brian, Brian I, I probably could spend half of the day Getting off that ride, walking around, getting back on that ride. And oh, it's it like being a little kid again at Disneyland where it you is. just go on the it same one. Totally. Yeah, I love yeah. that. All yeah. right. Well, there you have it. Um, it's Brian Heaven, Jeannie. That's right. Kind of is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's do this final story. Lithium ion batteries are fueling the fire on a burning cargo ship full of Porsches. Did you see about this? This is crazy. <laughs> no. Oh, no. So it's just like this massive ship out in the middle of nowhere on oh, fire. Shit. And it's because these yeah. bi- batteries blew up. And the batteries take forever. To, you can't just put them out. It's like, oh, what's that? Right. It's like those uh, the forever burning birthday candles that <laughs> Joe candles. Whoa. hundred. My wife just informed me it's $115 million worth of cars. Oh wow! Lamborghinis and Porsches, and the whole and the funny thing is, it's nice to see you, by the way, honey. Um, Hi, honey. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen her since this morning. Um, I know, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, as if we're not having a shortage of cars enough, I guess these are high end cars, so maybe we don't care that much. But yeah. whatever, yeah. I guess we kind of do. Anyway, so the cars that the cars that uh, a good portion of us never would have bought. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the cargo ship Felicity Ace is a flame. From bow to stern, I love that. That whole sentence the is Felicity awesome. Ace is the Felicity Ace. The Felicity Ace is a flame from bow to stern, <laughs> and then it gets boring with a lithium-ion battery fire that can't be put out with water alone. Uh, the fire has been burning since Wednesday on the 16th, still burning, as the ship drifts in the Atlantic about 200 miles southwest of Portugal's Azores Islands. Azores, how you say it? Just Azores. Is it Azores? Azores. Azores. 
Yeah, it could be Azores. Azores, big boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 22-person crew abandoned ship and was rescued on Thursday, so they're not in any danger at the moment. But this thing is full of Porsches uh, and other luxury cars, also Bentleys, it says here. Uh, and some of those were electric vehicles. It's not cure, uh, clear how, uh, what started or what happened, but they think it was a greasy rag and a lubricant slicked engine room. I like how this person oh, yeah. writes. This is good. This is great. I like I like I like good use of adjectives. I'm a big fan. No kidding. Like this person keeps their thesaurus at the at the ready. Yeah, I'm yeah. in for that sort of thing. Um, captain of the uh, port says the nearest. Let's see, the batteries in the ship cargo are keeping the fire alive. Um, they're trying to figure out how to extinguish it at this point. Part of this might just be letting it burn out. Uh, large quantities of dry chemicals are needed to smother ion or lithium ion battery fires, which produce hotter or burn hotter and release noxious gas in the process. Yeah, I don't so know what I'm, they're going to do. I'm thinking clearance sale. Yeah, dude. It's a little scratch and dent. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little burn here, a little uh, toasty there. How much for a Porsche Charrera? Yeah, Can no I get kidding. a Porsche Charrera? I mean, if it's stem to stern, that makes me think that every car is affected, but yeah. maybe there's oh, one or yeah. two that are just like a little stinky, you know? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. On the outskirts, be a little Lamborghini that just will forever have the B.O. smell like on Seinfeld. They can't get it out. <laughs> the B. The O is transferred from the B to the car. The whole car. I smell like it now. Ah! That's a great episode. We just watched that the other day. Uh, all right. That's your news for the day. We're going to take a break. When we come back, making things with Bill and some time uh, to learn some science with Bobby. I also have a quick email for Bobby. I'm excited to read. So we'll get to that. Cool. Uh, before all that, though, Brian, you you brought a song, I guess. You gotta... I brought a song. Yeah. This is a woman who goes by the name Sasami. S-A-S-A-M-I. Sasami. Um, she has a brand new album coming out. Uh, it's called Squeeze. Comes out this Friday via Domino Records. This is, I think, the third single that she's released from it. This was so good. Um, even though they gave me the single, I bought the whole album because it's awesome. And it reminds me of Haim. Who I also love, yeah. Who I'd see in concert if they weren't touring with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, oh come on. yeah, oh. nobody needs the, that. The Forget Chili it. Peppers are going to ruin Heim. It's they're they're going to they're going to be they're never going to be the same after touring with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, the real Chili you know? Peppers are going to break Heim. They're going to break Heim. Break Heim. Yeah, yeah. exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, that's all I want to say about that. That's it. Uh, yeah. So this is the song "Make It Right" from Sasami, and tell me if you don't hear a little Heim in here. <laughs> I did not. That was absolutely not planned. Nope. I believe you because I could hear it in your voice that it wasn't, but that's amazing. Nicely done. All right. Well, let's play this song. Let's do it. Uh, Here it is. We'll be back in a minute. Please, whatever you do, stay tuned.
over 100 years, we've been scrunching and folding toilet paper. Finally, there's a better way. See this ugly yellow stain. Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. This is The Morning Stream. We're back, everybody. Hey, hey, Brian, remind me who yeah. made that song one more time, will you? Yeah, that song you just heard was uh, Sasami and the song Make It Right from her upcoming album Squeeze, which comes out Friday. Oh, well, then get your get your groove on, everybody. Get your groove on. All right. Uh, I forget who we're doing. Oh, Punish Props. Let's get him we're doing in. Bill. Bill. That's right. Let's get Bill in here. Let's find out what he's been making. And uh, why we might want to be making it too. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Welcome Bill Duran to the show, who is in his offices there in the Pacific Northwest of PunishProps.com. Hello, Bill. Welcome back. Yes, my office. Definitely not my dining room. No. (laughs) No, 100%. During the pandemic, I got rid of the dining room table and put all my computers in here. Yeah, definitely not that. Uh, It's definitely a high-rise series of buildings, a whole complex, really, where... Bill oh, yeah. makes things and does so from his his <laughs> high horse. Uh, hey, Bill, it's good to have you back. Uh, we always love hearing about what you got going on over there. I've been hearing so much about Brian's minis and prints and stuff lately that uh, you're all starting to make me look like uh, an idiot for not being more creative with physical things. So today is the day that you could tell us more about that. What's going on? All right. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about a process called vacuum forming. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar, but it's a really cool process. We use it a lot. I've recently been um, back doing quite a bit of vacuum farming, actually. I did some visors, some space helmet visors, uh, and a couple of other smaller projects. Uh, it, uh, you know, when you watch, like, Face Off is where I got familiar with vacuum farming, and it just was the coolest. Like, I wanted to just take stuff around the house and do vacuum vacuum farming on them. Right? right? Hell yeah. It's so satisfying. Yeah. 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 So... For the for the those not in the know, the idea is you have a form that you want to copy, right? Let's say, uh, like, so for a space visor, I have a three D sculpt of the visor, and then you take a hot sheet of plastic. Well, you take a sheet of plastic and you heat it up <laughs> until it's really really soft. It almost feels like a piece of fabric. It's so soft, mm-hmm. uh, though it is very hot. You shouldn't touch it. Yeah. Uh, then you press it over that three dimensional form and suck the air out between them. And the plastic gets wrapped perfectly around that form to make a hollow copy of it. Um, so think if you, you'll see a, a post on Reddit every once in a while of people making shells for um, for uh, some luggage, like a, a big hard plastic shell for luggage. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they're machines. And if you watch like the big industrial automated vacuum forming machines that do that, it's really it's really great. <laughs> yeah, they're really cool. I'm looking at a video now of somebody doing it over car uh, car models. Yeah, and, like uh, a RC oh, wow. car. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. So let me ask you this: <clears throat> Kim Kim vacuum forms food for sous vide. Uh, she does it for storing. Like mm. we. Oh, hey, check this out. You check mean, like out a seal meal kind of thing is what you're talking about. Kind of yeah, vacuum, like vacuum yeah, the, and they have there's yeah, there's mm-hmm. one that they make specifically to use for. Well, I guess you'd probably use it for both. But if you're going to sous vide something, you can vacuum pack it first, then put it in sous vide so you so things don't separate is the idea. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done with it, you unpack it and then you can fry it or whatever you're going to do. In this case, so check out my prepper wife, dude. 
She went. Mm-hmm. She went and bought. Um, okay, so she heard that that avocados were going to go up in price because Mexico was being told to stop shipping them here or something. Something happened. I didn't hear yeah. about it. I don't know what happened. But we can't get avocados, so they're expected to go skyrocket. So she goes down to the uh, the place she always goes, and they had a ton of avocados, really good ones, for way normal price. And she's like, "These are about to go up. I'm going to buy a ton of these." So she bought a ton of avocados like a week ago, brought them home, made. Basically made um, uh, guacamole out guacamole? of it. Guacamole, okay. Didn't mix right. it with other spices yeah. and things. Just like avocado futures. She's betting on the avocado <laughs> futures market. She totally she is. Doing. And then she bagged these <clears throat> vacuum form seal bags full of avocado mush, and now they're stacked in the freezer like this high, and they keep really well in freezers, especially if you vacuum form them. So now we've got this. We've got enough for the next year and a half. In case oh, those exciting. prices go off. So she's a huge prepper, and I can't wait to find out what our bunker looks like when it's finished. All right. Yeah, gonna, it's all going to be gone. Cinco de Mayo, it's all going to be gone. It'll all be it's gone by then. So, uh, so Bill, sorry, back to forming vacuums over cars and things. What, what, tell us more. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, very fun and satisfying process. Um, so, like I said, we mostly use it to make visors for costumes. Uh, in fact, I've made several visors for one Adam Savage's space helmets, which is pretty cool. That's what I was doing a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and one of those, um, I don't think it's still on display, but for a while, one of those space helmets was on display at the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art, what? which makes me feel pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. How'd that, how'd that work out? How'd you get that de- deal gig? Well, he, he did the getting it in the museum. I just made the visors. He asked me to make the visors for him. That's I awesome. I mailed them to him. He added them to his spacesuit, and then he convinced people to put it in a museum. That's really cool. Nicely wow. done, dude. That's very cool. Uh, so the the art, my my art teacher mom was uh, pretty stoked to hear about that. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet. Can you explain to me how it gets all the air out though? Because that I'm looking at video after video here, I can't yeah. tell where that's going. So the bed that the form is laying on is yeah. is frequently perforated with many tiny holes, and there's a vacuum hose underneath that that's connected to the bed. And it sucks the air out, and the air gets pulled through the the surface that that car is laying on. Mm. Um, and this, the video you're showing, it's this sort of brown looking board. Mm-hmm. Um, there are probably many tiny holes in it, or around the edge of it. Ah, so that's out. how they get. So you don't end up with pockets of air, because that just seems like it would be really hard to make sure you got every single bit of air out of there. Yeah, and uh, it is a bit more, it's, it's a it's a science and an art, let's say. So that one that was just shown, there's a bit of webbing on there, mm-hmm. uh, which was is not um, ideal. That's where a piece of the plastic gets pinched a little bit, and the pinch kind of rides up onto the form, and then they just showed another one where they did a better job of it there. Yeah, yeah. It seems uh, so like there, it's a mix of, uh, I don't know if there's a, like a brand of one of these you should be getting, but it seems like there's I don't know. Maybe the shape has a lot to do with it, probably. Yeah, the shape that you're you're doing, how much you heat up the plastic and how much it sags. Uh, you want it to sag about the same height as the height of your object. But again, this is all very loosey-goosey. A lot of it takes practice. So when I was making visors for Adam a couple of weeks ago, um, the very first visor I did was a complete fail. Uh, I hadn't used that form before, um, so I... Uh, I actually let the plastic sag a little bit too much, and I got a bunch of that webbing. Oh. Uh, so I had to sort of figure out my my 
recipe, my process. For is, that it ex- is it expensive form. to experiment with? Like how, how, you know what I mean? Like if you blow a whole thing and it's all webbed up and you got to do another one, is it, is it like, oh, well, there goes 80 bucks. Like how does that um, work? The plastic I was using for that was about $120 a sheet and I got eight tries per sheet. It's not bad. So, yeah, I, I math isn't my thing, but got to figure out how much that is <laughs> i think it helps you that math's not your thing because yeah. a lot of the stuff you do is is crazy expensive and it's better not to think about it it's better to not know yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely right. yeah i think that's so, uh, that's fine so we we make those visors using uh petg plastic the same stuff you make uh your coke bottles out of yeah. uh, and that people do a lot of 3d printing with now it's really easy to form and you can also tint it with fabric dye which is pretty cool so you can have like different colored see-through visors Um, and they're it's great for the process is great for making pretty much anything that you want up to want to end up being hollow and lightweight uh being see-through is just another bonus of the the visor stuff uh but i used uh, recently i used vacuum forming to make a decorative shell for a quadcopter uh my friends at film riot are doing a, a short film and i made some props for them they wanted a quadcopter but they wanted it to look not stock so I vacuumed a, a decorative shell that just sits on top of it, and it's very lightweight, so it can actually still fly. Oh yeah! So I just watched somebody do this with a car. The same idea. You're 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 basically putting a new shell on top of a car. Yeah. Without having to um, even remove what's underneath, I guess. I guess you still can keep the guts of the previous shell in there if you wanted. Right. right? You can go a little larger. Okay. Yeah, with with RC cars, it's really easy to pop the shell off and pop a completely different shell on and change the total look of your car. Mm. That's basically what I, would, I did with this quadcopter. Are there giant I'm, vacuum forming things? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yes, okay. there are. The, it, like, look up industrial vacuum former on YouTube. You'll find some crazy cool machines. That's awesome. Because you, in theory, you could do this to a real car. I would assume. Right? Right? Yeah. Um, at that size, it makes more sense to make a giant mold and do like a, a fiberglass layup. Yeah. Or to do it in panels. It just makes sense. Uh, but you could do something that big, I'm sure. I wonder what the biggest thing is that people have vacuumed. I would love to know. Can you make yeah, a... Yeah. Make boat a, holes, maybe? I bet they've done it with boat could holes. Could you fab a house? like? Uh, Probably parts of it. Yeah, do it in chunks, right? But then yeah, yeah. assemble it and have have like a cool pop right. up thing. That'd be all right. It'd be the right if you had to have the right material though. It can't just be plastic, right? It'd have to be. Yeah, you'd have to yeah. pick the right thing. Fascinating. Uh, it also has to be a thermoplastic. It has to be able to uh, melt and then re recombine or re when it cools, it has to be solid again. That's pretty. Important. Oh, is that a so? Are there plastics that don't? I thought all plastics did that if you spread them out. Is that no? Not true? What you want to look for is a thermo thermoplastic. Okay, is what they would be all called. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, you can three D print the form, which is pretty cool. That's what I did for that drone. I uh, modeled the form that I wanted. I printed it a solid buck. Uh, or pattern, and then I just vacuum formed uh, styrene plastic over the top of it. It was a really great hand-in-hand uh, workflow with your 3D printer. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. And are you going? And, are you? Do you have any? I mean, I know you've been doing these masks and stuff, but as you do them, do you ever go, "Oh, you know what I could do"? And then you're off to some new project. Are you getting inspired by this? Um, normally, by the time I'm done making like eight visors for Adam, I'm like, cool, let's not do that again for a while. <laughs> uh, it's it is uh, tedious the way I have my big vacuum former set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've seen people with much more streamlined processes where I bet it's a lot more satisfying. <laughs> sure. Why not? 
That's uh, really cool. I wanted to point out the machines are getting more available for hobbyists. I've seen in the last five years a handful of hobbyist level vacuum form machines pop up. Uh, but in, before then, you just kind of had to make your own machine, which is what I've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anyone's thinking about getting into this, um, you can make one out of a toaster oven and a shop vac, which is my smallest one is exactly that. A used toaster oven from Goodwill that I got for like $8 and the shop vac that I already have. That's uh, awesome. That's, Do you have video it? of this? I want video of this. Of the toaster oven? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna, uh, I have a video. I have a video on my channel of uh, building that. So if you go to my channel and look up uh, toaster vacuum farmer, you'll find it. I don't know why I find That's that cool. so fascinating. That seems really cool to me. It's yeah. I, everyone loves it. It's one of the most popular videos on our channel. For whatever reason, just taking an eight dollar toaster oven and turning it into a, a machine like this is very satisfying. Wow. All right. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, awesome. So yeah, the small one is great. I use it more often than I use the big one. Uh, and it's a lot cheaper to use because I'm using like tiny squares of plastic. It's great. And there's a million things you could use it for. Oh yeah, look at these. Oh, you're, you know what? If I look up toaster vacuum forming machine, you are number yep. one video that comes up. That's right, that. SEO. Yep. Hey, you're ahead of Adam Savages. You're ahead of. <laughs> take that, buddy. Yeah, take yeah. that, dude. Like you, well done, Bill. Is all I'm saying. Know, Jeez, right? That's awesome. Uh, all right. Well, very cool. Oh, and this is one of the ones where you used to put your cartoons of yourselves up. You still do that every time, or do I just? Am I? Uh, no, I, I don't. I think we sort of just slid away from that. I you love know how those. This, the content you make sort of just changes over time. Yeah. Without really trying. Yeah. I, I did those that cartoons today. are great though. My friend Molly drew those, and she's a wizard. Yeah, they're it's uh, they're great. She's she's. I have those stickers on my fridge. So. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I still yeah. have those. See, look at you making it. Oh, look at that. It is great. Plus, you're wearing your N7 jacket. You're oh, about, yeah. You're about 10 years younger here. <laughs> I know. Jeez. <laughs> Very young man doing his business. Uh, all right. Uh, well, Bill, that's awesome. Uh, do you have any kind of bonusy content today for us? Yeah, I do. I've been watching this channel. Uh, this guy named Daniel Schiffer. He does product videos, and then he shows how he does them. So this one is a... Uh, drink commercial. He he shows how he filmed this fun drink commercial with some. I would call them special effects or, or video effects, where he like pulls the cap off of the drink bottle with a fishing wire and then removes the fishing wire in post later, so it looks like the bottle just flies off the or the cap flies off the bottle and then he reverses it so it looks like this cap magically flies onto the bottle. It's great. He does all sorts of uh, videos like that. He did he, he hand animate these like prep these uh, pr- uh, pr- spec videos that he did. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, it what? Really good. That's awesome. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I just realized. I think I follow this guy's supplementary short content on on uh, uh, TikTok and didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. I've seen him do this where it's like throw smoke at the right time, pull the cap off in the camera in slow yeah. motion, and like all these crazy cool techniques. They're all really fun little projects. And yeah. you, in the end, you get when you edit this stuff together, you get this really snappy, cool looking effect. Uh, and he's got a whole bunch of tutorials like this. So if you're looking to do fun product videos, definitely check them out. He also has a hat on that he has to pull the tab, the sizing tab on his hat way out. And there's a huge <laughs> three inch thing. I don't know who, what that's like in real life. My None of my hats I could do that with. 
So you he, want to just reach in there with a pair of scissors and just sniff that right He off? has a normal head is, is what I'm getting at. And I have a fat, ugly, weird noggin. And I don't oh, understand I yeah, what happened to me. Anyway. Hey, Bill. These are great. Uh, Bill Duran, of course, over at PunishProps.com. Find him there. Find him on his YouTube channel. Always fun talking to you. And we hope you have a wonderful week. You got it. See ya. Bye, Bill. Hey, Brian. There goes Bill. Bill. Bye, Bill. Bye, Bill. See you Bill. later, Bill. 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 All right, we got science class. Everyone, sit down. Put your papers away. Science class is starting, and I uh, hope you're ready for science. Science. Look, look who it is. It's your science teacher, Mr. Oh, his hair. Oh, I thought you cut your hair for a second. <laughs> I was no! going <laughs> to lose it. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not going to happen. Uh, guess who it is, everybody? Bobby Frankenberger joining us with not cut hair. It's just pulled back, tied up. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You're never going to cut fine. that, right? Fine, You're going to keep it forever, aren't you? That hair? I, I don't know. I, I like to experiment with my hair, and, and I did like it when it was short, and I could do mm-hmm. different things with it and it's it's easier to do fun different styling things when your hair is sh- a little shorter so. yeah that's true it's also just get up rub your hand through it and move on with your day you know yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Whereas, it takes a long time for me to wash my hair yes, and my head yeah. my head is also really big by the way hats don't fit me either interesting wow yeah, yeah. i don't know what the I, deal um, is no one makes a hat that fits weirdos. big-headed guys <laughs> that's not I true bought, I have. Like I bought, yeah. um, I bought the a TMS hat from the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick plug for the TMS store. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. Frogpants.com/store. Um, Go ahead. Yeah, so I, I bought one because I wanted to wear it to to Vegas. I did this the last time we were supposed to do Vegas, and that got canceled. Yeah. Um, but I, I like I want to wear it, but it barely stays on. And you know what I'm talking about? It barely stays on 100%. my head. It's basically like just mm-hmm. placing it on top of my head. So if I run too fast, it'll fly off. Yeah. Well, everyone <laughs> around you is wearing it just fine, even having to adjust it to make it slightly tighter. But no, not us. We're yeah. freaks of nature, and I don't get it. I will say, Under Armour hats fit me. Some of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're a little, you know, they're still like not the loosest type of hat I can wear. It's the only kind yeah. I've found anywhere and I have to get them online. You can't buy them in stores. I think it's because they're deeper. Like the cup of the hat. Is that could be deeper. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you look at me, I'm proportionally, I don't have a big head. It fits the rest of me, but I also have small feet. I'm weird is what I'm getting at. <laughs> I do not have the benefit of being tall and having a large body. I am five ten with a giant head. So. It's going to weird me out to see you. I also have small feet. <laughs> I do. I wear. T- I know I wear, it's just really funny. I wear tens or tens and a halfs for a guy who's six four. That's small, right? Yeah, that is yeah. small. Yeah. Nick has Nick. My son has twelves or something. I don't know what happened to me. My ears are small. That's because my head's big. All right, moving on. Hey, Bobby, I got an email I want to read to you first before we do anything okay. else. And you guys are encouraged. If you have a little question for Bobby, you can totally send him into the show. This is what Definitely. Toby says, very short. says, hey, ask Bobby if he has a favorite bit of science fiction that he thinks we should still see happen in real life, says Toby. Uh, you got anything where you're like, oh, man, that that scene in, I don't know, Alien 4, I, we should have breath recognizers or whatever. Like what do you what, what what do you think? You got anything that pops to your mind? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question that I have not thought about before. <laughs> I kind of sp- I kind of sprung it on you. This is the trick. Um, yeah. Surprise! Uh, <laughs> potato farming in Mars would be great. Yeah, um, yeah you got to no, use your own. The poo, replicator though. is you can't beat the replicator, yeah, right? Replicator is the best. Yeah, yeah, that should. You know what? That's the stand. That's the answer. 
Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, I mean, isn't that isn't it constant? We we figured this out. I think it was on the show where we figured out it was made from the crew's poop. Right. right exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is that canon or is that your head canon? I think that's canon because the idea is that you you're not they're not forming it from nothing. They have to have molecules. Right. It, scientifically, right. you got to have molecules to do it, and they're okay with it because yes, scientifically, they're separating everything: the waste from the whatever. And that all of it is is coming out of your uh, out of everyone's way. So if Kevin Costner can do it with uh, his his pea plant uh, in Waterworld, then then uh, Star Trek can do it with their poop. Food what if? Oh my God! What makers. if? What if all your particles when you go through the transporter? Mm-hmm. What if that gets all mixed in with the toilet particles, and really you're just like they're just recreating. Like it really is like Soylent Green, mm-hmm. and you're really eating people. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. I think you are. Mm-hmm. Like in some way, I don't know how mixed it is or how picky they can be about pulling a molecule out and moving it or whatever. Uh, but according to the science of it, I have this book somewhere, a Star Trek science manual, and they go into like deep detail on transporters, uh, replicators, all that stuff. And part of it is, yeah, it's it's pulled from the waste of the crew. And then recycled, and then now you're eating it again. And so there's still this, you know, they still see so you have episodes like this where they're like, eh, we're not happy. You know, this is this is a chocolate sundae, but it's not the same as a home or a real one. Well, that's because it's made out of people. Yeah. Made out of poop. <laughs> and I think didn't the didn't the Voyager people they had to that's why they had a galley because there was something wrong with the replicators long term where they if they couldn't do something they mm. couldn't keep eating their own waste or something wasn't that the deal yeah, anyway doesn't matter that's a fun little side uh, thing I, be- I believe you i believe that you believe it i believe it i do believe it and i haven't seen voyager in a long time so don't don't you know, quote me on any of this uh but do quote bobby on whatever he's going to talk about today bobby what's the science of the day what are we doing uh, there's um, uh, some research, a paper was published last week that details a medical advance that could dramatically reduce uh, organ transplant re- rejection. I've been into organ tra- like transplant news lately. and um, Like hearts, create- hearts, lungs, kidneys, all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. And this particular advance could potentially create universal donor organs um, because, you know, just like blood typing, tissue in your body has has is typed. Like your organs have A B, A B typing, just like your blood. Um, a they call it A B O grouping. Sure. And um, so so you have to have the organs have to match the the donor's type has to match the recipient, and so it's just the same as that. You know, an A organ ha- can be donated to an A type or AB type person, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, the important thing is that just like in blood, you know, if you have a blood type of O, then you're considered a universal donor. You can give your blood to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with organs. And so these researchers at the University of Toronto published a paper that uh, details a method that they use to convert a type A lung into a type O lung. Um, and the process only took about an hour Whoa. <laughs> to do. Um, yeah. Or was that so just move the possible rejection process to pre-op? Because there's still a chance it would re- you know, reject the change, though, right? I assume. Yes, there's always still a chance of rejection. And this is also just a proof of concept. They haven't put it, done it in people. They just What they did was they took the organ, uh, without going into a, a, a lot of detail about how typing works and why it works. I am going to talk in detail about that when I do this in the show, on the show in a couple weeks. I have to do some research on it. But um, 
the uh, the basically there are markers on the outside of the cells, and those markers determine the type. But type O people don't have any markers at all. Type A and type B people have their own markers. Type O has no markers at all. And um, so what they were able to do was they found an enzyme that they could use to bathe the lungs in that just removes all the type A markers so it doesn't have any. And now that effectively makes it a type O lung. And um, yes, rejection is definitely possible, but this would reduce the risk of reject. I mean, this would theoretically, hopefully, eliminates or dramatically reduces the risk of rejection due to typing. How, uh, let me ask so you this. So it, that may, that all makes sense to me, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge jump forward, and obviously, real tissue inside of a person's body is probably the better way to to live out your life. But um, I, you know, we always heard about what an innovation and an amazing thing it was when the first artificial heart happened, and everybody was stoked. It was right here in Utah. It was a University of Utah thing, and everybody flipped out. It was such a great thing. But I don't hear about innovations or where we're at today with heart transplants. And that was what. 40 years ago or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, Barney and Clark. Wasn't he the first? Barney uh, Clark. That's yeah. Great, yeah. great memory. I totally forgot that guy's name. So, so, um, now do we still do that? Are they smaller? Do they have Wi-Fi? <laughs> like, what are we doing with hearts? <laughs> it, artificial hearts. Um, Increases 5G, little miniature 5G tower yeah. in there. Yeah. What's going yeah, on? I'm, I bet you they have, they do have more advanced artificial hearts. They're probably just over time been incremental advances. So they're not like big, you know, and that's, it's like batteries. You, you you don't hear like gigantic battery news because every year batteries get a little bit better. Yeah. And, you know, um, and that's just true. Batteries today are better than they were 10 years ago, which were better than they were 10 years before that. But you don't hear like the news about a life changing battery <laughs> because uh-huh. it's just tiny changes. And I bet you the heart's the same. Uh, artificial heart's the same. They just make incremental changes. So. Yeah. It's uh yeah. I'd just be, I'd be curious like if, I always thought, like when I was 10 or 11, when that news broke, I remember thinking, oh, well, by the time I'm 70 and need a new heart, they'll have a neat little robot heart that'll just pop in and I'm good to rock. And actually, I really do think that should still happen. And I don't know why we're not yeah. there, but whatever. What do I know? Speaking yeah, of science fiction, that hasn't happened yet. Anyway, well, that's a really cool, uh, that's good news for people on the list, I suppose. Yeah, there's still a lot of work to be done to figure this out. You know, this was only able to be demonstrated in type A lungs. They still have to find the proper enzyme for type B lungs uh, and type B tissue. Um, and then, of course, they have to test it in animals and then, you know, see if if that works. And then you would go to humans. And again, there's still a risk of rejection. Um, there's a lot of unanswered questions still, like will the lungs or will the organs... Uh, you know, reject anyway, will the organs, will those antigens that are the the type A antigens on the lungs, will, even though they've been removed, will they grow back? Mm. Um, that could be a problem. And if so, if they do grow back, is that something that you can deal with, with like immune suppressant drugs? Um, so there's still a lot of work to be done, but this is, it, the fact that they can take off these antigens at all to convert it is great. They also tested the lung after they did all this. Um, it was a healthy lung that was uh, able to be transplanted before, and when they converted it, it was able to be, they tested it again in the same way that they would test any lung before transplanting, and they found that it was a healthy lung. It was still good, it still could have been transplanted um, by all the typical measures that you use. You know, is it 
uh, is it inflating properly and and stuff like that. Mm. How about those pig hearts? How you feel about those? Well, it seems fine to me. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, all right with that. They, uh, <laughs> no, I mean they. You're talking about the ones that are the genetically modified yeah. pig hearts. Yeah, yeah, the or, ones they, they're actually growing and farming to be heart. For I, I, yeah. I'm sure there's like lots of specifics about who gets them, but you know th- that's that's another angle on this thing, right? Yeah, if we don't talk about the the ethics, if like if we ignore the ethics of of farming pigs for this purpose. Um, which I don't think we should ignore, but just to not j- dive into that conversation, I think it's a great thing. I, I think it's uh, it's 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 g- it has the potential to save so many lives, you know, and yeah. provide so many more um, hearts to people. So, and you could you can custom make them in a lot of ways. One of the big problems with organ transplants is it's not just you can't just put any organ into any body. Forget all the compatibility issues with typing like we were just talking about um but it also has to be the right size mm. if it's if it's too small then it won't be big enough to do what it needs to do like in lungs and hearts specifically because so for brian who has a really big heart he's huge. big hearted guy huge 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 heart, huge. Huge heart biggest heart you've I ever need, seen just need to find a really big pig yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah See, there's an answer to this yeah, quandary. Yeah, exactly. Right. No, that's the solution. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, that's yeah, a very, yeah. this super interesting <laughs> stuff. I mean, I'm look. I'm not any in any hurry to have any sort of heart work done, but I like that there's advances here, so that uh, oh yeah, when sure. I, when we need it, and most people, you know, at some point you might. Um, I mean, maybe at some point you're supposed to just let your heart die and you go and you and you're dead. So when I'm 90, don't don't call me. But if this happens <laughs> next year, hey, let's go. Let's get it on. Let's get my pig heart in there. Uh, or or a fake one, or this uh, typo uh, thing that you just talked about, who's obviously terminology I have completely wrong. Hey, Bobby, uh, that's going to do it for us. Any uh, thing happening in your upcoming uh, world of podcasting that you want to tell people about? Uh, well, we've got uh, we've got the episode of All Around Science that just came out yesterday. We talked about. Did you know that there are giant viruses? No, um, no. Yeah, there are. Are they so vi- visible with the naked eye? <laughs> They're visible with a microscope, which is unusual okay. for a virus. Yeah, no um, What's the relative? What's usual. the relative size? Like much bigger, or like what are we talking? Oh, in the in orders of magnitude bigger than a typical virus. Oh. It's like if think about it this way: a vi- viruses in in so you can look in a microscope and see bacteria, right? Like mm-hmm. that's big enough to see under a microscope. Viruses are so small that they infect bacteria. And you can't see a typical virus under a microscope because it's it's like nanometers. It's so small, you you just can't see it, and they infect bacteria. But the, these giant viruses can be as big as bacteria, and um, and one of them is called uh, uh, what was it called? I think it's called Frank. the, the Mimi virus. <laughs> oh, Mimi. It's a, Mimi, 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 Mimi. Yeah, they get that from. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's the virus that uh, <laughs> Doctor Honeydew let loose in the. In the uh, <laughs> right, exactly. Now we yeah, have but we talked. We talked about that on the last this episode that just came out yesterday, and 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 because there are giant viruses, of course, viruses don't care. Uh, they'll infect anything. There are viruses that infect other viruses, and um, and they're just. So we talk about that, and it was a cool conversation. This Very nice. That we just. This that we were just talking about now about the lung transplants and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to be talking about it in a couple of weeks, so I'll remind you guys again because this is really cool talking about blood typing and 
and all this stuff. So yeah, very cool. Look forward to it. Very all nice. around science. Yes, all around science. Podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcast, you bunch of weirdos. And Bobby, all I can say to you is I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week and that your hair you remains too. glorious and beautiful and your hats fit you. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, All we've right. done it, Brian. We had two guests. Normally, Brian would be out honking at his third uh, fish sandwich I know, request. Be my, exactly, yeah. Didn't yeah. happen today. Sorry, everybody who was looking forward to it. I, normally, like I'd be doing that on a normal yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> normal Tuesday activity. <laughs> <clears throat> Don't ask for a new segment, you guys. We have enough. Uh, no, all right. No. I think it's going to do it. Uh, anything else you got going you want to mention before we go? Any? Uh... Yeah, nothing. Uh, soundography was yesterday. Oh, uh, now that I have this um, this really cool camera app, big thanks to Shoot, who was the listener who told us about uh, Shoot Cam Pro oh, uh, uh, yesterday. Ah, who was that? Yeah, D- dang D- it. D- whoever TV, it was, thank uh, you. D- I can't remember. Um, the, the quality on that? blows away anything i was able to do with a with the document camera with the um the gopro Mm -hmm. so this is just perfect and so i will have a painting stream i'm work on moon night today and um you might be surprised what i do with the uh, moon night mini that i have to paint Ooh. okay so when's this a little little, uh teaser right there a little clickbaity when's this happening i want to watch it uh this afternoon probably 2 p.m. or uh, I'm going to shoot for 2 p.m. Okay. All right. Yeah. I've got Matuba. it right now. I think it was Matuba. Oh, was it Matuba, Matuba did it? Okay. I think that's That was right, awesome. Yeah. I thought it was TV's Travis, but I don't think maybe that wasn't it. No, TV's Travis, um, he does a lot of mini painting streams as well, but um, oh, you can I don't zoom think he told this us app. About. This Zoom has an app or this app has Zoom. I haven't messed yes, with this. Which is which is exactly like I'm that's what's made it perfect because I can have this thing out of the way but still up high enough zoom with my phone yeah. and get a great shot as you saw how clear it was of that freaking uh, moon night ISO control oh yeah there's yeah. a bunch of shit in here that's cool yeah, that's what makes it so good yeah torch what's torch it sets fire to the rain oh it puts it turns your light on you can adjust how bright you oh, basically cool. have lighting. Oh, your torch. Yes. Uh. <laughs> you got to watch the uh, videos by the guy who created this, by the way. He's also like a, uh, you know, home DJ mix master kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. He is great. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, we, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to turn on the app. Da, 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 da. <laughs> nice. I like a British guy who uses yeah. the word oh, torch. Right. Yes. You can also, uh, you may have mentioned this, but you can write on it John Madden style. It's like a yes, little right, telestrator. Button. So you can go yep. here and go, it's a woman right, here. I'm painting, painting this area here. I'm going to be painting <laughs> it white. And then over here, we're going to be painting this gold. Yep. Oh, it doesn't let you use that. Oh, no, it does. But it reminds you. Oh, no, it doesn't stay unless you buy Pro, which is fine. I you know, wouldn't mind buying Pro. I guess Pro is more expensive than four bucks, but whatever. Right. Anyway, right. that is an, that's a rad app. I'm going to mess with it later as well because I need that for a whole other thing. It has nothing to do with modeling, but I'm excited to see your stream. Uh, that's it for today. Thank you all for being here. Patreon.com slash TMS is how the show is fueled. Please go there, throw a buck or more at us, and we'd love you for it. It's just a monthly thing, so it's not like every day. Uh, that's the other thing. People get scared. They're like, am I paying every day? No. No, you do no, like a small monthly no. thing, and, and and you're good. If you want to, you can, but yeah. no. If you want to. Uh, anyway, do that. Patreon.com slash TMS. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Send us your emails. Themorningstream at gmail.com. And I haven't said this in a while, so I'll do it today. Follow us on Twitter at Morningstream, at Scott Johnson, at Coverville. I think that'll do it. Hey, I need a song of a request nature, maybe, or not even that. It could be just a cover from Brian. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, let's give you that. Uh, yeah, this actually isn't a request. I didn't have a request for today, which is surprising being 2.22.22. I thought, oh, somebody's going to request something, but no, that's all right. And I'm glad you didn't because uh, I get to play something for you that you've probably never heard before. Now, uh, it is two, Tuesday, 2.22.22, so I'm picking a song that begins with the word two. Uh, this is cool. This, if you recently watched the Beatles, um, get back thing on Disney, you probably heard, uh, them doing this song a lot. This is one of the songs that they practice ad nauseum for, uh, for let it be. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you've never heard this cool electronic version, which came out in 2005. The song is two of us. Ah. It is Skylab 2000 ah. and, uh, it comes from the album Beatles regrooved. Amazing. All right. We're going to play that now and we'll be back tomorrow with another TMS. We'll see you then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I am very, very Okota. <laughs>